Hello, I'm Howard Hocking, and welcome to my first monologue for the 9320 player, also known as Talking Heads, but without featuring the band of that name, or without Alan Bennett reciting. Apparently he was busy. I thought I'd start by talking about summertime. And so, it's not long now. The clock ticks down until City lose 2-1 to Brighton on the opening day of a new football season. Those long summer months in an odd-numbered year, like Glenn Hoddle is punishing you for the sins of a past life. Trips to B&Q, a sudden interest in international cup competitions you hadn't previously heard of, sitting at Old Trafford Cricket Ground waiting for the rain to subside. It never did, not for two days anyway. After 40 episodes of Forensic Files on Netflix, enough is enough. The season needs to start right now. I even miss the shrug of the shoulders and the trudge home from the pub after England's inevitable exit from an international tournament. And for a while, the women's team didn't even seem to have read that script. But in the end... It was the same for them too. And without football, all there is to discuss is the fidelity of footballers, transfer fees, add-ons and media conspiracies. To discuss a Kyle Walker deal that includes a transfer fee, the possible add-ons, wages, his taxi to the ground, hair gel, image rights, welcome video costs, VAT, compound interest and a few extra random numbers for good measure. Calculated the Daily Mirror way, even Martin D. Michaelis cost over £20 million. That's before you add on the cost of chopping off that ponytail. Anyone on social media regularly will know the score of how this summer has developed. It's the evolution of City bashing that moulds itself in new ways each year. City have of course spent big to build Pep's team, and the ward couldn't handle the thought of a team spending money out of its own revenue without creating any debt whatsoever, because originally the club was built up with investment, outside money, oil money no less, and not organically by acting like school-ground bullies as the old Big Four did many years ago. For them, it was not supposed to end like this. Their dominance was supposed to be eternal. They even placed moles like David Gill in high office to ensure smooth transitions of power, from United to, um, well, United. The world is different, and one of the modern-day bullies Barcelona has thrown its toys out of the pram because PSG wanted to buy one of their players for so much money he could build a hundred hospitals and have change left over for a fish supper and a can of dandelion and burdock. Well, suck it up, Barcelona. It's a rich man's world, as some Swedish people once said. The team that sold its soul in the first place to get the Brazilian does not like having the tables turned. Owning the club, my ass. That's the problem with the modern world. Football is increasingly not about the actual football, the kicking of a pig's bladder and the results and then moving on to the next game and hoping it goes well. Hell, it's almost a sideshow now to statistics, not that I dislike them. Financial figures, attendances, sponsorships, bloody welcome videos, pilot blogger rants, and calling people frauds. Ah yes, the ultimate insult. In a world where simpletons see everything in black and white, where every footballer must be brilliant or rubbish with no room in between. Still, modern football may leave you cold, but there's still a void without it. I miss listening to Paul Merson talk drivel and struggle with the pronunciation of any foreign player's name. Not that I can talk. I still don't know if it's Mika or Micah Richards to this day. And he's not even foreign. Nothing competes with a, who's this Wagner bloke anyway, Jeff? What's he know about the English game? As Matt Letizia stares blankly into middle distance, wondering how his life came to this. Friday night sat in a travel lodge just outside Watford. Prepping for a show with Phil Thompson dressed in full Liverpool kit, socks included. I miss the annoyance of the Sunday supplement rabble, four men gorged on croissants, throwing out lazy opinions like confetti. There's a bowl of fruit on the table in the studio, but let's be honest, it's been there for years. 
Meanwhile, one of the Custis brothers, I forget which one, sits there wondering if Pep might quit because of all the pressure he's under. I can get annoyed about net spends and oil money barbs, but it's not the same. It's not what it was. It's a young man's game. Teenagers in box rooms with a rudimentary grasp of Photoshop trying to change the world via memes. But soon the wait will be over. Soon you'll be employing the Jedi mind tricks attempting to watch a game without being sucked under by Robbie Savage's background screeching. Or you'll be trying to get through 90 minutes without tweeting death threats to Craig Burley. Not that I would, obviously. You'll be reading about why David James thinks City might not even finish in the top four. And you'll have the football to divert you from John Aldridge scratching his head at the thought of mercenary Coutinho wanting to leave the team that made him what he was. The shock at someone wanting to leave the family. And soon it's a lucky left sock on first on match day. The lucky Adidas gazelles, the match day routine finally honed to the nearest minute. Not that it makes any difference. But for every football fan, there's one constant at the start of a new season. And that's hope. Without hope, what is there? City, United, Berry, or Accrington Stanley, it matters not. There's always the hope that this season will be a big one, where it all comes together, a season filled with joy and ending with glory. Without that hope, nine months can seem like a very long time, the equivalent of listening to a warm piece audiobook narrated by Michael Owen on a loop, or like watching one of his Dubai promotional videos. For City, this has to be a big season, really. The best team, the best squad of my lifetime, the fastest, the most skillful the most adorned and revered manager, the stadium, the facilities. It's all like a dream. But now it's time to make hay. This is the one, hopefully. Don't forget to check all of our recent pods and all our old ones too. And if you like what we do, subscribe for a lot more content in the coming weeks and months. Thanks for your support and I hope you enjoy the season.